how many bad bosses did you have in your career? Well, if you're like me, you certainly had some bad experiences. So in a reflection, actually, I think I was blessed. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a different uh, uh, perspective about spending time with a bad boss and living with them for a period of your time. For me, it's been an interesting experience because I had a lot of bad bosses in my early in my career. And I can tell you, as a reflection, I was blessed. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you why I think I was blessed and why and what you can potentially do in order to get the most out of that experience. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. I hope you are having a good time, enjoying the summer, and having really a time for yourself to reflect, to relax, and enjoying spending, you know, this time with your, hopefully with your family. So today I wanted to share with you, because I don't really want to do much, you know, more principles development today. For me today, it's more a reflection about career that might be maybe useful for you because maybe you have been through the same situation. Maybe right now you're going through something similar and you're looking for some ideas or some inspiration. So in today's episode, really, I want to tell you more what happened to me in my early in my career. So look, let's go straight to the point. You know, early in my career, I really had many bad bosses. There are always two ways to react when we talk about this, right? So one could be, oh, I've been very unfortunate, right? So no lucky at all for not having had, you know, the best bosses in my career that could have helped me to shape, to, to become better. So because I'm missing inspiration. So, you know, all the negative perception right elements of that inner reflection by the way personally at least honestly i think i was blessed so these bosses in my career i still remember them by the way so it's been more than 20 years ago but i still remember as it was yesterday and i can tell you they were really masters in the art of <laughs> demotivation uh communication blunders and misguided decision making it was really messy messy I didn't really learn much. At least at that point, I thought I did not really, I wasn't really learning a lot. Um, and I, I remember, you know, it felt like every day was a never-ending episode of what not to do as a leader. <laughs> and those experiences, by the way, were really rough for me. I was frustrated. I used to become really angry until one point, honestly, one single moment when I really realized that could be actually a terrific opportunity for me to shape my identity and decide who I wanted to be, both as an individual and future leader. Look, as many people say, and I strongly believe to this, realizing that, you know, there is, it's clear at least to you that you know who is the person that you want to be or become, it's already part of the solution. So because at least you already know what are the things that are not acceptable for you, either as a core values or behaviors, right? So for me, that was, to, to be fair, after a while, after I passed frustration and anger, that was important. So I really find an answer to most of the questions I had at the time. And, and this lesson really became the foundation of my, my advisory practice, you know, what I do now around performance and leadership. It was really important. And in the inside, if you like, I would like to share with you five quick key lessons that I learned and why... Encountering such leadership misfires can be a catalyst for your personal growth. So 
One is clarity. So bad bosses, my experience as a reflection, again, they showcase the importance of clear expectation and directions. Their ambiguity left me really feeling lost and productive. Uh, I remember the confusion that was with me and my team. So considering your role as a team leader, because if you're a leader, of course you're a team leader. Consider if you are bringing confusion or actually you're striving for crystal clear communication. So clarity is huge, is really huge. And bad leaders, actually, they are not clear. They're confusing. They give always partial information. They are, you know, they live between one, one decision to another. So they live in that, in that space, which is in the tennis, as I'm a tennis freak, as you know now, is what is called the no man's land. So many leaders actually play in that space. Second is empathy. So bad leaders, I remember the lack of empathy, wounded morale and shredded trust. I realized the significance of understanding and supporting my team's needs, both personal and professionally. So empathy became my superpower. I believe to empathy, you know, since early days. So nurture really an environment where people feel valued. Because normally bad bosses, bad leaders, they don't actually believe to, to that. They're not empathic, but also they don't make people feel valued. So to me, that's another area where you can potentially make a difference. Third element is accountability. So, you know, playing games and finger pointing were their favorite pastimes. And I remember very well, you know, with, with a, at least a couple of bosses I had in the past. So witnessing this really inspired me to foster a culture of accountability where mistakes, you know, are embraced and it's learning opportunities and everyone takes ownership of their actions. So that's really is critical. And I want you to consider whether you're driving accountability and clear accountability with your team Um, and also foster, you know, this culture of everyone is accountable for specific results to bring to the organization. Another, another area is definitely growth mindset. You know, we can't have a conversation about bad bosses without that. So bad bosses, in my experience, were the epitome of stagnation. They resisted change, I remember very well. A lot of innovation ideas they had, they always said no. They tend to clung to outdated practices. So I promised myself to be a leader who embraces innovation, encourages continuous learning, and really creates an environment that breeds growth. So that's something for you to consider. And finally, inspiration, of course. You know, their leadership deficiencies sucked the motivation out of the room. I remember that. I really promised myself to inspire and uplift my team every single time, celebrating achievements and encouraging them to reach their full potential. As a summary, clarity, empathy, accountability, grow minds and inspiration. These are things that, at least in my personal experience, were missing in my early career from my bosses. So something for me to consider, okay, these are the five areas where I really want to be a master of. So drive really these five areas, these five factors, you know, with my own team. And I did. So anyway, in summary, I think see bad bosses as if there's something, again, that is happening to you right now. So you're experiencing a bad relationship with your boss. Consider that bad bosses are really a classroom for growth, whether you like it or not. But that's what it is. It's also an opportunity to shape who you don't want to become as a leader, as I said earlier. Look, leadership isn't just about the title, as we all know, right? It's about the impact we have on others. So my message for you today is don't just be another leader. Don't just be this, you know, a leader that shows the same traits or other bad leaders that you have in the past, just because that's 
that sees your experience. So challenge that because that's critical. So be a leader who focuses on impact. That's my message for you. So let me know, you know, what you think about what we discussed today. I know it's difficult when you have a bad boss. I know it's difficult to think positive. I know it's difficult to think that is a classroom for growth. It's difficult to see that is an opportunity. But you have a choice. As always, you are in front of a choice. So either you take all the negative with you and and got bogged down and then essentially you you reflect and you show the same behaviors with your teams, which are toxic, and you know, or you make a decision today, stand in the sun that you are not going to be like them and you will be different. So that's the decision for you to consider. And if you are in a toxic relationship, in a toxic culture with a toxic boss, of course, I'm, on, I'm not saying that you have to stay there for forever or even for longer. It is really making your life hell. But at least consider it until you have other options. Try to take the most out of this experience because that's what happened to me. Anyway, let me know your comments on, uh, on LinkedIn because I'm curious. And of course, leave a right review because it's free. It also helps us to, to grow in popularity because this show is growing tremendously. Uh, every single engagement from you is important for us to make an impact. So thank you for being with me today and see you next Thursday.